This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Ladies, your workouts are about to get an upgrade. The new Inspire Leggings by Kalia are exactly what you want when it comes to activewear. It's their most versatile collection yet. They look good, feel good, and stay put. Using Lycra Adaptive Fiber, it compresses and molds to the body like a second skin. And it's unbelievably stretchy, so you can move however you want. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Feels like Weezer. Welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're going track by track, song by song, through all of Weezer's catalog. I am Eric Nash from Almost Famous Minute. And my name is Martin David Tapia, yours truly. I'm a, a musician, amateur songwriter of indeterminate consequence. Hey Martin, how's it going? I'm doing good today. Feeling yeah. strong, feeling powerful. Uh, how about you? How have you been? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, we have uh, an interesting song here today. Track number eight from Make Believe. Uh, pardon me. I didn't say anything. <laughs> gotcha. I was, hoping, I was hoping you'd pick that up. <laughs> yeah, um, Pardon Me is the name of the song. Yes. So, here's where you'll hear it. Da, 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 da. Maybe it'll be the beginning of the song. We don't know. Tried my best. I gave my all. Sometimes my best wasn't good enough for you. Sometimes I let you go. Sometimes I hurt you so. So, uh, yeah, that, that was Pardon Me, a little bit a clip of it. And, uh, Martin, what do you have to say about this song? Um, let's see. This is, uh, this song, to me, is the runt of the, uh, the make-believe litter, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I still think that it's a good song, and I'm very positive on this whole album, I've been listening to it for weeks and weeks, nonstop. Yeah, and um, it's uh, it's only getting better, in my estimation. I would say, yeah, I put it pretty high on my list of Weezer albums. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that the album Make Believe, pretty high in my estimation. This song on the album. Is probably the lowest. Yeah, definitely. I already said the runt of the litter. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, at, at least of what we've gone through so far. You know? I mean, may, maybe your, your mind will change on some of the latter songs that you've, you've been listening to recently a good, uh, quite a bit. But, uh, but so far in the run, 
and running through this uh, this album the way we do song by song. Yeah, my mind could change at any time. I'm a fickle little person. <laughs> I just, you never know what I'm gonna think from one moment to the next. It can change on a whim. But yeah, this I think that in the this is like towards the middle slash uh, like second half, last half, and I think that the album as a whole kind of um, just like slows down a little bit. There's there was like a mid tempo. The damage in your heart mm-hmm. is kind of like a mid tempo thing, and this one's like the just the second in a row. For me, it's just like the energy of the album wanes a little bit, just like yeah. dips a little bit right here. So that's. Me, I like to listen to the whole album all the way through. That's the way that I've been engaging with it. But yeah. on its own, like on its own merits, it's a good, like it's a good song. It's a catchy song, right? Don't you think? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I mean, one of the biggest things that stand out for me for it is the piano part. Um, you know, and, and it, it, it's combined with I think like like a a big a bit of a distorted bass. You know the the, the the bass guitar. I think has a little distortion to it, and they're mimicking each other. They're 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 really in sync throughout a lot of the song, at least. Um, so I so and that part and that just the general flow and feel of the instrumentation, I find pretty good. But when it comes to at least in the verses, uh, Rivers Rivers is singing. It's just, I mean, and he's certainly known for it on other songs too, I think. But it's just there's something a little different about it. It's 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 a little more grating of a whine for me. Oh, that's really interesting, actually. Nature. Yeah, I didn't notice that at all. But yeah. like now that you're saying it and having yeah. listened to it a bunch recently, I can sure I understand it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I mean, I'd, I'd really probably I might if if it if it had kept up into the choruses too, I might have. I might be really down on this song, but at least it's not there. At least, you know, and like I said, I, I think that the, the actual uh, instrumentation is, is, is pretty, pretty awfully good. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, like I said, I really like that, 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 that there's some piano in this song. I mean, you know, gosh, way back on blue, I mean, I doubt there's any piano. I mean, any at least at least any normal piano keyboard sound. I mean, there probably are some keyboards used here and there, sparsely, you know, throughout from Blue and the Pinkerton and so forth. Um, but they're never that. They're never never as far in the forefront. Even though, like I said, there's this weird combination with the bass guitar in this song for that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of instances. I wasn't prepared. I'm trying to go through my memory oh, sure. brain files. <laughs> I can't think of any. What's the song where, like, in the outro, that they're they like uh, play like the inside of the piano, like the strings on the piano? You oh, know, really? No, yeah, I, wasn't I can't. Worth that. I can't think of it. It's like one of the. I don't know. It's a song that I really like, and I can't think of it. Are you saying back, back, back early, like like I was saying? Yeah, it might, it might be Pinkerton. Pinkerton, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that more in Pinkerton because that's that's more of the uh, kind of um, you know, you know, experimentation that they were doing to be a little more flaming lips sounding, mm-hmm. uh, and they had that uh, that engineer. Um, well, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, is it Friedman? 
<laughs> I, <forget. laughs> I don't um, know. Okay. Oh boy, we're yeah. good at this. <laughs> um, anyway, note to self, yeah. never try to remember anything. <laughs> because yeah. my brain doesn't do it. Um, one of the other interesting things I kind of found, like I say, like I, I like the instrumentation off, off an awful lot. Um, the last chorus kind of changes up a bit and it starts with a more simple single strums for each of the chord changes. Uh, but then as, as it's going through that chorus, through that, you know, however many, four or five lines, whatever it is, or actually quite, quite a few lines because they're all the repeats of pardon me. Uh, but, um, it's, it's when it gets to, uh, the, the line with, uh, the third line with perfect soul in it. That's where it then rap starts ramping up, you know, into that more, what, what the way it is in, in the other times it gets to throughout, throughout the whole course, the other couple times it, it you know, it goes through the chorus. It's, it, it is that a little bit of that, uh, you know, the, 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 the classic, uh, alt uh pixies nirvana style of uh uh quiet on the verses and loud on the choruses i mean it's not that extreme um either though but uh it it, it does certainly uh mimics that a bit that style yeah i think that's a good part of the song i don't know why i'm not like super down on this song or whatever i just uh sure yeah there's, I think there's a lot to like about it. Mm-hmm. One thing that I like musically is like the intro, like the very beginning of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was something that I mentioned, I think, um, in the intro to We Are All on Drugs. I was saying that it kind of reminded me of like an old uh, Nintendo game music, mm-hmm. but like played with an electric guitar. This one actually gives me that kind of vibe too. Like the da 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 da. Dun, 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 dun. There's something about like that guitar melody that reminds me of, uh, uh, I don't know, some old uh, Nintendo adventure game. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just where my I, brain's at. For some reason, I go to uh, Metroid, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think you, you get what I'm laying down, Eric. <laughs> I think so. Um, uh, you know, if we want to go into the lyrics a bit here, uh, you know... It's, I do. It's yeah. To me, it's Go for this. It. You know, he, he's he's. It's definitely like this apology. It's a you know, it's it's kind of you know a love love song with an apology to it. I mean, that's that's what the how the chorus has started. So I apologize to you, but but even before that, I mean, he's 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 giving these uh, you know these explanations, you know, kind of. For uh, you know, this letdown he kind of I think he, he's caused. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, I kind of get the feeling. Boy, I don't. I wonder how much I'm gonna end up repeating myself from episode to episode because <laughs> I'm like a goldfish. I can't remember like <laughs> anything that I've said in the past about yeah. any of these songs, but I think I generally have the same feelings. Um, but this seems like, uh, like kind of, there's an idea and maybe this goes along with, um, the rivers, uh, discovering his meditation practice during the recording of this uh, album. Mm-hmm. But the idea that like, um, 
it seems to me that some of these songs seem like they're written as if um, like everybody in the world or like the universe is like one person. Does that does that make any sense? Like a holistic kind of like thing. Things like I know that I can be the meanest person in the world, like a line like that kind of um, I don't know. Seems like a, a really broad statement. Like, obviously, I'm almost 100% sure that Rivers Kiyomo is not the meanest person in the world and probably never has been. Not even sometimes, you know? <laughs> That's my guess. But I, it feels like it's coming from, like, that kind of... Uh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I haven't thought this through it's, too much. Is, is, it, is it a matter of, you know, I mean, I think some of us, and I feel like I've maybe kind of displayed this you know uh sentiment or whatever what have you uh that you know if you if you beat yourself up you know then you know you get someone else to say ah you're not that bad (laughs) and and that's and that's this weird form of uh you know you know finding something to 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 you know for someone else to do like that, to say something like that, to feel better. Oh yeah. I never thought about it that way, but it seems like in a song, (laughs) I mean, that's not, you're not like fishing for a response in that way, you know, (laughs) you're writing a song, but I can, I do like 100% understand what you're saying. Um, I I do like the end of the second verse where, you know, you know, I, there's some nice, you know, rhyming there, the shame blame, but then for all the broken hearts are scattered on the field of war. <laughs> yeah, so, that's a nice so, line. Yeah, so so it, it, it almost like like I was like I've been talking about this this that piano part me, almost does you know have a little bit of this war sound to it, I think, with this, you know, dun 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 dun, dun you know, that pretty Yeah, pretty a martial feel. Steady beat, yeah, of a yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, you know what that line reminds me of? This is dumb, but there's, like, an old Warner Brothers cartoon where, like, Daffy Duck is, like, I'll meet you on the field of onion. I don't know 100% what that joke even means to this day. I didn't know when Mm -hmm. I was a kid. But every time somebody talks about the field of war, I always think about the field of onion and i think it's just like a silly just like a a kind of almost a non sequitur kind of joke anyway that's neither here nor there that's a little (laughs) digression for you but yeah going along with um like one thing about uh the chorus is that um oh it's not the chorus actually it's the pre-chorus maybe (laughs) another pre-chorus or I don't know what to call the parts of the songs, but um, it's when somebody says "I apologize to you." That's I think that's nice. It's nice to hear an apology, right? Yeah. But doesn't don't you think it kind of takes away from it if they're like, also I apologize to everybody uh, who has ever felt bad. Like <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem that special, right? Well, are, are you kind of drawing the comparison to actually saying the words "I'm sorry" versus just saying 
I apologize. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. It just seems like less... I don't know what I'm looking for from... <laughs> I mean, ob- obviously, I think that, that Rivers owes us all an apology for all <laughs> the things that he's done. But uh, I don't know. This It's just... There's something about these lyrics that, like, does I don't connect with. And it just seems like a little off. And I don't know like where I got this, but it kind of seems like a little trolly to me. Like Rivers is trolling us oh. <laughs> with these lyrics. Have you ever felt that hmm. from any Weezer lyrics? Like I kind of get like a little disingenuousness from like some of them. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I feel like I've I've felt that before a little bit too. Yeah, mostly I, like post Pinkerton. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I hadn't oh, okay. Until you brought it up. Yeah, or maybe not exactly like trolling or like disingenuousness, but a kind of arch like um, meaning, like a kind of over the top. I mean, it definitely to me feels a little disingenuous, like to say (laughs) I apologize to you and to anyone else that I've hurt too. Mm. I don't know. That's just me. That was, that's my reading of it, and that's like another check mark to where, like, maybe if this was another mid-tempo song, I think like all of the songs on the album are catchy, but if this was like another mid-tempo song and there was like something lyrically that didn't necessarily push me away, and this is also like 100% my own perception. It's not like I mean, I could see somebody, like, hearing this song and being like, cool, oh, this really conveys, like, the spirit of uh, being apologetic. And that would be, I think, a reasonable interpretation as well. But, yeah, just for me, it uh, it kind of falls flat in some way. Now, uh, one thing that kind of may be a little bit related, uh, I think, uh, is, uh, you know... The you know, titling this song, pardon me, I mean, it certainly is kind of makes sense, I think, from, you know, if, if you have the lyrics before you think, okay, here's, okay, this is what I'm going to title it. I'm going to title it by this thing that probably is the most common <laughs> phrase or single word or a couple few words or however many. Um, so, pardon me, certainly made makes sense. But, uh, you know, I, I, I draw the comparison to... <laughs> From just just a few years before, not not too many, not not too little either. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, pardon me, while I burst into flames, by Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I really don't know really hardly any other Incubus songs. Maybe just I mean just a rough one or two, but not as well as Pardon Me. That's for darn sure. <laughs> wow. I don't know any Incubus songs, except really? for they do they do yeah. Voodoo, right? That's like their big hit. Oh, I don't remember that one. Uh, yeah, to, might, me, is that... to me, this is their big hit to me, and, and, and I kind of uh, remember okay. the video on right around 2002 as well. <laughs> 2000. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but, you know, so that, so that once, I, I feel like I brought up once or maybe twice before on the show in total. Uh, so, so titling, though, titling songs the same as another previous fairly well-known song 
is actually something that uh, Neil Young, apparently, I, I found out years and years ago, likes to do. Uh, and, and, and any examples of his, I can't really tell you right now, but I know I've come across them since since I heard it. You know that that was a case, that was a case that he was just big into doing this. Yeah, I think that's a good move too. Yeah. I like it. I like piggybacking on <laughs> another good. song. Maybe I should start doing that. Like I'll uh, st- I'll be like, um, <laughs> what's a famous song? What's the most famous song in the world? Uh, yeah, I should start <laughs> naming my songs like Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. or like or, or Thriller. Yeah, or like Don't Maybe. Stop Believing or something like yeah. that. <laughs> it's a yeah, that's a good move. And then yeah. that way, it's like when people, especially with uh, computers these days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if somebody Googles, the, I can maybe. Yeah, exactly. Maybe like even if one hit in one hundred of somebody uh, googling yeah. "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey comes up as "Don't Stop Believing" by Martin David Tapia, that's like that's well, a pretty significant amount. Well, but what that takes though is like you know clicking next at the bottom of Google like twenty times, right? <laughs> To, to get to, you know, a, a much lower indexed result. Yeah, but it's a. Yeah, it feels like it's gonna happen it's eventually. Yeah, it's a numbers it's game. <laughs> All right, this is my new marketing strategy, yeah. and it's taken me straight to the top, baby. You heard it here, Eric. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, so now the only other thing with with back to Incubus real quick though is oh that, please yeah so I I had to f- look up and see and I googled it and I I found a Reddit a subreddit for Incubus a, a, a thread there uh, or whatever they what they would call the you know a post um, of possibly any other podcast doing song by song or even something. You know, just roughly about, just roughly devoted to Incubus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, found, I like where this I is found, going. Yeah. Would, you know, this one person that, 
you know, created a post. Would you listen to an Incubus podcast? <laughs> and so, what was uh, your answer? Oh, I didn't answer. Oh, this, this and this was a year ago, and it's by. I mean, de- it's by deleted. Oh, and, sad. Uh, so whether or not they ever did it, I have no idea. But there were at least a couple people. It seems like that <laughs> were were pretty into it. Oh, or at least people. he got. I I was worried that this person got no responses and then just like yeah, right, uh, like Lorax themselves off of the internet by their own, the seat of their own pants. It was uh, there's there's one person that suggested a title for the podcast show. Pod on me while I blurt. <laughs> <laughs> so it fits in with with this song. <laughs> Oh man, I love. I don't know anything about Incubus, but I love that, and I wish it. I wish that it had happened. I wish that the response at that time, whenever this was posted, had been more enthusiastic, and <laughs> this person had gotten up the gumption to put out that podcast. And here's a little encouragement for anybody who's listening who feels like they want to uh, put out a dumb podcast: <laughs> do it. Go ahead. Look, look how far we've come. <laughs> yeah, we're here <laughs> uh, talking about every Weezer song. So, hey, um, let's see. Do you have any more to say about the lyrics? Uh, I think I'm good, yeah. I just wanted to mention, like, you uh, you talked about the um, the vocals on the verses. Yeah. But I kind of like the... Um, the way River sings on the uh, the chorus, like he does, like a really full throated uh, kind of delivery of the mm-hmm. words "pardon me." Does that like yeah, uh, yeah. does that work for you? Like, are you like kind of like, oh, yeah. I don't know about this vocal delivery on the verses, but then like when the chorus comes in, like he really goes for it. Yeah, I think I think that's what a big part of it that yeah saves it. Yeah, that that end part. Yeah, I think it definitely helps, and uh, it's like a way that Rivers sings, like, that sometimes I think can be pretty fun. Oh, and then there's the one last, okay, yeah, the the the, the, the ending, the outro, you know, of him singing Pardon Me, My Friend, like, three or four times. Mm-hmm. So the backing vocals by a couple of the guys, <laughs> they're singing, or maybe, maybe it's rivers but in, in in the studio version but i'm sure the in the uh when they whenever they've done it live which i'm actually i, I feel like i remember looking this up i don't think i noted it that it was like like only a couple times yeah that doesn't yeah. surprise me yeah but uh nonetheless uh it's they're they're singing i really want a friend <laughs> yeah, he's, True. he's singing part of me my friend and i really want a friend <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like those backup vocals. That's another highlight of the song for me, is the I really want a friend backup vocals. <laughs> because I can relate. Uh, so I have uh, a little bit of something I heard between the channels. Yeah! Left yeah. channel, right channel. Let's hear it. Left channel, right channel, left channel, right channel. So in the verses, there's a somewhat clean guitar tune, and it starts at first 
on the words for you. Yeah, at the at the end of the second line, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of the first verse, at least. Um, and and that clean guitar tone tune is tone tune um, is mostly in the right channel. Um, and then the only other thing I could hear a little bit was again with the piano. It it was. N- it, if, if, it might have been there very, very faint, much more fainter in the left channel. It, that also was in the right channel only, I'm pretty sure. Whereas whereas that bass that was doubling it, that just little bit of distorted bass, that was definitely more prevalent in the uh, when I had my right <laughs> headphone out. It was definitely more prevalent there, left-wise. So that's what I heard. Yeah! <laughs> this has been the left channel, right channel report. With Derek Nash. Good, another, another great segment. Uh, I love this one. I love hearing about the left channel and the right channel. Um, yeah, so I guess from there, how about I ask you um, if this song is on Rocksmith? How do you feel about answering that question? It, it is not. That, again, doesn't yeah. surprise me. <laughs> And, you know, and I, I was even because I kind of made a lot of these notes a little while ago, uh-huh. <laughs> but I updated a couple here and there a little bit. I had a little more to a couple of them, uh, but uh, I even just double checked. <laughs> Has anyone added it in in the past couple months or whatever? Oh, uh, I like it. It's good to go back like, and yeah, check no. again. It's like when you leave your house and you're like, oh, did I leave the oven on? And it's like <laughs> going back in. And being like, oh, maybe maybe somebody put it on Rocksmith now. I better just check one more time. Yep. Well, and there is a way. Like I, when I, when I was doing it, I haven't I haven't really been playing it much lately. But um, uh, on the on the website where you get the CD CDLC uh, C no wait yeah CDLC yeah CDLC yeah, yeah. Uh, on the website where you get that. Uh, you know, usually when you pull up the main page, it actually is listing. It lists the most recent stuff added. So if as long as I just got more, you know, habitual about looking at it like once a day, <laughs> I I should be able to catch <laughs> any Weezer added, hopefully. So maybe I'll remember tomorrow to do that because I'm pretty sure I did that today. I looked. Interested. Yeah, but as of this recording. No rocksmith to to be seen, to be found. All right, another segment. Maybe by the time this episode comes out, I'll have written a uh, a rocksmith uh, theme to so we can put a little music in there. I hope so. Yeah. I've been stalling out on some of these. I I came in hot at first with the <laughs> covers theme and the uh, yeah. what's the other? Oh, the left channel, right channel. Man, that's a banger. I actually like that one, but. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully I wrote a, a new theme. We'll see if uh, it'll be like all like Bill and Ted this one, where like you, the listener, will know that like how Bill and Ted like put the key under the uh, like when they're trying to get out of jail. Uh, whatever, I don't. <laughs> Are they anyway, thinking we'll fourth see. dimensionally? Uh, yeah, am I thinking fourth dimensionally right yeah, now? Yeah. I hope so. I we'll find you- out. You, you just mentioned uh, covers. There is a song, and that's a fact. Now tell me who has covered that? Who has covered that song? Who 
Are there uh, any that you know of? Via my normal look, you know, place I scout them out, uh, no. But certainly on YouTube, and I did listen to a little bit of this one. There's there's some guys, uh, uh, Frank Rome band, F R A N C R O M E. A little F. I'm sorry. Spell that again. F R A. Uh huh. It's like France, but without the E. Oh, uh, gotcha. And then the Franck. word Rome. It's it's all one word except for it's camel cased for the R. You know. <laughs> okay. So they're 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 in a you know a guitar center or music store of some sort. <laughs> you, know, you know, with a bunch of the a uh, uh, ton of other instruments all around. That's for sure. And cases full of gear. Um, but these three guys just uh, banging away, you know. Uh, uh, no piano, though, you know. So it's, it's nice. It's, 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 it's a little nice, you know, to hear, hear it uh, arranged that differently, you know. Yeah, stripped down. You know what I'm um, and then, you know, I mean, there's plenty of the, just a single person playing guitar along with it. <laughs> yeah, know. as always. As well as finally, as well as the um, the uh, uh, the Weezer cover project, listened listened a little bit of that too, and that had a in- very interesting uh, kind of even more sparse than usual, you know, because like I said, it's it's acoustic and no vocals, but it, especially the way it starts, it's 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 pretty interesting that it's as sparse as as it is. Maybe I'll give that a listen. Yeah, I should. I'm gonna start. I don't know why I haven't been doing my homework. I'm going to start listening to some covers. I'm going to uh, go through the YouTubes and I like to, I don't know. I like hearing just people like strumming around on the guitar and mm-hmm. singing. I think it's cute. I like watching those videos. They make me happy. So maybe I'm going to, I'm going to start going through some of those from now on and, uh, cool. and maybe picking out if there are any that yeah. I like. We talked about covers. We talked about covers. We talked about covers. Yeah, cool. So that's covers. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, uh, Martin, what would you rate this song? Pardon me. I didn't tell you yet, but I'll t- <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you now. I'm gonna go. I have two ratings written down here on like two different areas. <laughs> one says seven point five, and one says eight. And I'm gonna split the difference yep. mm-hmm. and say um, seven point uh, seven. What is it? Seven yeah, five. Seven point seven five. Yeah. <laughs> That's my rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? About, I actually feel like your cards are a little close to your chest on this one. I'm not 100 percent sure what you're gonna, what you're gonna rate. I feel like you might go a little higher than me, but I also feel like mm. my rating is kind of high for like how how uh yeah I don't know how much I've uh, let on that I like the song. But let's hear it, Eric. What's your rating today? Yeah, you you said a little higher, eh, a little lower. <laughs> It shows what I know. I'll give I'll give it a straight I'll give it a straight seven. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a really fair and beautiful rating, and um, I love it. Yeah, without without the piano, if they if they had done it like the other guys in the store, <laughs> then it would have been a six. Hey, that piano uh, it, it paid off. If uh, <laughs> if they could see you now, if Rick Rubin and the boys could could see what they they're. Uh, 
their decisions have wrought, they would know that one day, far in the future, somebody on a podcast somewhere gave an extra point in their ratings from zero to ten to this song. And they they would smile at each other, and there would be a little glimmer in their eye. And uh, then they'd probably continue on with their work because the recording of this album uh, took like three years. So they would they still probably had a lot to do. Anyway, there we go. There you have it. Um, the our, our ratings. Close up the ratings theme. Hopefully, I wrote <laughs> also a ratings theme by the time this episode comes out. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think we just need to let people know where they can find us. Um... Uh, for the show, uh, you know, we have a Facebook uh, page which we'd like you to like. It's simply Feels Like Weezer. Facebook.com slash Feels Like Weezer. And then we have our group which you can uh, ask to be in. And well, we should let you in as long as you you don't seem too much like a bot. Yeah, we're not stingy with permissions. (laughs) So that's uh, Feels Like Weezer Listener Society. Uh, and of course there's Twitter, you know, where we're at feels like Weezer. And we definitely need to give the shout out to our network that we're on Pantheon podcast network, a ton of, ton of (laughs) amazing other, uh, music, mostly rock, but certainly some other, uh, you know, country and rap and different genres. I don't think there's a classical one yet. I was, I was thinking the other day, gosh, I wonder if there's many classical podcasts out there at all, you know? <laughs> yeah. They should come join us on Pantheon. There probably are. It's funny. Well, I don't know. Maybe not funny, but like, I feel like the bar for um, maybe having a, a podcast like that might be a little hot, higher because when you think of classical music, you think of people who are like classically trained or like people who yeah. know about music theory. If somebody's going to yeah. like put out a, like a Johann Sebastian Bach uh, podcast like maybe like for us the I feel like the bar to entry is pretty low like mm-hmm. we don't know like a ton about music I certainly don't maybe you know more than you're letting on Eric are you hiding your are you hiding your I, power level I, 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 I try to learn I watch people like Rick Beato and on on YouTube and uh, and then there's another guy I think it's David Bennett and he's like he's a younger pretty young British guy who and and he talks he talks, you know, music theory <laughs> way, way past, I think, what, what Beato does. But uh, he tries to explain a lot, and I, I, I try to pick up some things here and there, but it's not like I'm actively <laughs> putting them to use, unfortunately. Yeah, even I, like when I watch uh, YouTube videos about music theory and stuff, I kind of, some of it's, a lot of it's over my head. But <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and someone, and for someone as as, as you know, tr- you know, a ton of schooling as this David Bennett, I think, must be, uh, you know, I mean, he, he, the the videos he does is so are so much about rock and pop and so forth. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there is a market for like yeah. people who have no idea what they're talking about <laughs> musically, <laughs> talking about like the like every <laughs> Beethoven, <laughs> like every Beethoven song you know track by track if that even makes sense <laughs> like maybe they could do sheet like every sheet. yeah every uh, sheet of the pa- uh, uh yeah every sheet of the sheet music yeah. is an uh, a new episode uh, yeah 
<laughs> all right, that's an idea okay. for all of you podcasters out yeah. there. Yeah, so that's uh, check check us out. Check out the Pantheon Podcast Network. Uh, come by the Feels Like Weezer Listener Society. I like uh, people seem to uh, drop YouTube videos there of them playing some of some Weezer songs. Yeah. I I'll always click on them. I always like seeing them. Come by, share share your music. I'll share. I'll try to share mine. It's fun. And what else? Uh, what else you got, Eric? Uh, just like I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, my other currently ongoing show is Almost Famous Minute, and there, it's, it's also on Pantheon. Uh, and, and, and just make sure it's uh, pantheonpodcast.com is where you can go to find all those uh, shows. Um, and I have my one previous movie by minute show podcast at all uh, called Watchmen Minute. So people can go check those out. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we'll have, uh, you want to direct people to your uh, band camp, right? Yeah, I'm. I have a, like a few different <laughs> band camps. The one that I'm going to talk about today is uh, Bandcamp dot uh, com slash the Yifs. That's T H E Y I F F S. It's a band I was in uh, many years ago. We recorded uh, one album, and it's up there. It's the idea was that we all dressed in uh, different animal costumes. Um, it's really uh, kind of I've, uh, somebody reviewed it at one point and uh, said it was hard to listen to. So if you <laughs> like music that's um, like furry themed and hard to listen to, then uh, check it out. Uh, Bandcamp.com slash the yifs. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, normal outro is that we can't really do a good outro. Yeah. Outro. <laughs> outro. 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 Oh, true. How's how's that for an outro? <laughs> is that it's the too too unhinged, Eric, or just unhinged enough? Yeah, just just enough. Okay, well, next time I'll try to be a little more unhinged because what's the even the point of being unhinged if you can't be too unhinged? If you're <laughs> just unhinged enough, doesn't mean anything, right? I don't, maybe it, it does. It, it reminds me of the Monty Python election sketch. <laughs> I don't remember. Refresh it's, my memory. So, so you know, there's there's a couple. You know, just like our election nights here in America recently. You know, it's it's, it's these all these talking heads, and they're just you know saying, well, the Democrat and the Republican, you know, got this many votes, that many votes. And so, but it's British, so it's you know, I mean, British has their own names for their parties but for the monty python version of the british parties it's the sensible party and the and the um uh silly party <laughs> <laughs> but then there's the, the the little mini faction of the silly party there's a slightly silly party <laughs> and you know when they when they announce the votes for that it's like it's like two <laughs> you know there's all these thousands of votes or tens of thousands or whatever for the other two parties but then the slightly silly only gets couple like two votes because they're not they're not silly enough yeah i like it okay i'm back in now i like being um the right amount of unhinged just like i like this slightly silly party you know they they're bringing this they're writing the silliness in to uh uh centrism that more people can get behind presumably they're more politically (laughs) affectatious in that way all right
the silly the silly party okay <laughs> let's end it bye bye everybody bye. <laughs> hey it's zach the editor uh slash former podcast host uh i I don't know anyway dropping in here at the end to give my opinions on the song and the only reason i'm doing it here is because this song fucking slaps i don't care what these guys say best song on the album 10 out of 10 uh and that's the only 10 out of 10 this album is going to receive because uh it's it's mostly garbage otherwise it's pretty bad pretty bad album but 10 out of 10 pardon me uh, it is, as the kids would say, a bop and a half.